episode nine. We've got a lot to unpack this week. Uh, Brian, how you feeling? I'll just ask you real quick. How you doing? Okay. Yeah, my voice is coming back. I think uh, I think the people want to know how you are doing. Yeah, Zero probably. Dark we'll, Tony. We'll get into Zero Dark Tony. Let's let's run through what the topics are going to be for today's show. We've got a lot to unpack. Like I said, we have the Daytona 500. We're going to cover that. Kyle Busch gets fucked. We got overtime rules you need to explain to me like I'm a toddler. Um, we have this week in the world. A lot happened, guys. I know we've been a little, uh, a little, a little crazy with this week in the world. This one's a little bit more sports, a little more lighthearted, not as much UFO in the world's ending talk. So that'll be nice. We are going to talk college hoops. We are going to talk zero dark Tony. We are going to talk Tiger Woods in the golf. We have Ryan's random thoughts. We have the fattest thing we've done this week, and we're gonna we're gonna end with some uh, you know some spring training baseball talk. But let's just dive right in. Ryan, you said you're getting your voice back. I know we're a little bit uh, late to the punch here. You said the little guy was giving you a hard time. What's going on? Are you, having, are you having a tough time putting the little fella down? Oh, well, last, so last night I put him down, and he's been calling us like back upstairs, you know, just for little BS reasons. How old is he? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half, okay. Or now three and well, way off. Three and two months. All right, this is a classic dad thing. You can just say three. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah he's okay. three, whatever. All so right. he's three years old, and uh, he calls me back up last night, and I go in there, and I'm like, hey, what's going on? And like, I, I lay down on his bed with him. He puts his hand on my head, and he's like, oh, this is mom, cuts his hair, and he puts his hand on my head, and he goes, dad, you got to call Gigi and get a haircut. That's not looking good. <laughs> and I'm like, why did you call me back up here for that? Just to insult me. It's rude. So, so he just wanted to call you up here to tell you that your <laughs> your yeah. hair was messed up. Yeah, my hair looks stupid. Like, you, don't right. get your, you don't get your hair cut by Gigi though, do you? No, no, not at all. <laughs> but apparently that's why. I you know, Connor, if you're out there, I, I love my haircuts, but that is Max awesome. He says I gotta go see Gigi. That reminds me one time, uh, my nephew, he was younger at the time. He was probably four, or he was a little older at the time. I'm sorry. He's probably four or five. And uh, I was at my brother's and we're watching a game late night or whatever, just on the couch. And, you know, his mom's out with uh, some friends. And we just keep hearing him, like, you know, come down the stairs. And he just keeps coming up with excuse after excuse. And finally, he runs out of them. And he was just like, the last one, he goes, Dad is it okay if I sleep naked? And he was like, Vincent, I don't care what you do. You just do not come out of that room again. So yeah. I, the kids will say the funniest thing. Uh, let me ask you, is your hair dog shit? Is he right? No, I got a nice haircut. I got, we went to that wedding on Friday. So I was, I was looking, looking. Oh, so, you should, so he's really just trolling you. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of trolls, we got the Daytona 500. Well, Dak, here's the deal. I'm the best there is, plain and simple. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I piss excellence. And a lot of people are mad at the casual cat, uh, uh, NASCAR fan for kind of being like, what the fuck is all this overtime stuff? There's crashes. People crash, yeah. and then we run three laps, and then they crash again. It's like, ah, we'll just give up. The race is over. Joey Logano gets kind of fucked. Looks like he's going to win. Then he doesn't win. It's like a photo finish of the horses. What happened, and why did Kyle Busch get fucked? Because of Suarez? Am I right it about a tough, this? 
Well, yeah, it was a tough weekend for the casual race fan because on Friday, the truck race couldn't end because of rain. Then I don't know if you knew this or not. Do you know Saturday, the same thing happened as Sunday? Like, same thing? Just it's all about when they push the caution button and not, you know, about when the, the cars crash. That's the same exact thing happened. So the only thing I thought that was different is I thought they were treating it almost like an all-star game, like that Saturday to where it's like, hey, let's just not – let's just finish this up because we all have the big race on Sunday. So I didn't realize those rules kind of – Oh, no, listen, they're the same rules. And admittedly so. I was losing my soul in college basketball. So I was going kind of back and forth between the laps. And I understand there's uh, the levels. Is, there, is that what they're called? What do you mean levels? Not levels is what they're called. Like there's, it's like lap one, lap two, lap like oh, stages, stages, That's yeah, 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 stages. So at one point I didn't see Kyle Busch on one of the stages, and I'm losing my fucking tree. And then the big one of the crashes happened. I know there's a bunch of them, but he's back in the mix. My brother had a bunch of stuff too. Was this a lot of crashes for Daytona, or was just just kind of on par? No, pretty average. Yeah, like over the last six or seven, like, you know, 30% of the cars finished the race. So, okay. Um, you know, it was it was expected and it's expected at the end. You know, the people can, there's stage one, stage two, and then the final stage is what ends the race. And you can get points, you know, for the year getting stage points in one and two. So everyone tries to keep it, you know, somewhat clean. But when you get to that last stage, these, these motherfuckers want to win this thing more than anything. So, no, no doubt. You, you could see it. That That is one thing that's cool. Like the last, like I probably watched the last like 22 laps or whatever. Like, you know, uh, uh, the, yeah, probably the last 22, I think is what we had when we had the TV on. But long story short, you kept hearing the announcer say like, if you guys think this race is going to end clean here, like we're probably going to have three, four, five more wrecks just because guys are, you, like you said, you told me last week. And again, as a casual fan, People just slingshot back and forth and through positions. At one point, Logano was in 22nd, then he was in fifth. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, yeah. So it was a fun race in that regard because, like I said, I don't watch a ton of it. It did remind me a little bit of Days of Thunder because all the bumping and rubbing that's going on out there. What was what was your biggest takeaway from the race? What were you surprised about? What were you not surprised about? Because I know well, you had a good week gambling. Yeah, what really sucks is uh, this is probably the only time – I don't know, since I've been gambling or playing, you know, playing super speedway races like this where I'm I'm just not all over Ricky Stenhouse. And, like, I played him enough in DFS where that ended up being very, very good for me. But I didn't bet him. And, like, I don't know why. He's, like, 40 or 50 to 1. I played a ton of long shots. I know he's awesome on this race type. It's just, like, you know, for whatever reason, he's been wrecking a lot in these recently. I just stayed away. But I probably should have known, you know, maybe he's due to stay clean. It did. It also sucked because you know we had Logano sixteen to one, and yeah. I feel like you know they, it could have played out differently, like you're saying, where where Logano does get the win at the end very easily. So I don't know. You had Kyle Busch there at the end too for your bet, eighteen to one. Yeah, I mean, and listen, if, as as a gambler and just as a fan, I got my money's worth. You know, you always want to win, obviously. But I got my money's worth. He did. He raced his fucking heart out, man. And for somebody who doesn't know anything about the sport as far as, like, positions and moving, what you could tell was exactly what you told me last week. You're like, dude, teams matter so much in this, and position matters so much in this. And at one point, I see three Chevys, I believe, in a row. 
And we were in the, I think, what did he call the low? Uh, going low. He's going Here, you were in the bottom line with bottom Kyle line. Bush in first. And right behind him, pushing him, was his teammate, Austin Dillon. So let me ask you. So the last caution that happens, right, that comes out. Um, I'm sorry. That they go to race again. The green flag or whatever comes out. They yeah. go to race again. And then, that, and I believe it's Suarez, right? He was the one who was pushing Bush, and he spun out. That I don't I don't remember off the top of my head how who hit it who hit who at the end there. I guess what I'm getting at is is there if it was Suarez that's crazy because Suarez is the one who wrecked him out, I thought, in the duels. maybe I'm getting it confused. Yeah. What I but it looked like whoever was pushing him, it almost looked like is there a thing is like pushing too hard and then you lose distance because it looked like that happened to where then he got squirrely there. You know, you know, you know, I turned two and he just kind they of do, spun but they out. Kinda, but they, but that's not a big deal because, like, some drivers will do it on purpose. You'll push a guy way out, and when you fall back like that, you kind of fall back in the line, and they're taking that momentum, and it's just going to push you right back forward. And okay. now you're now you're in the front of the long line again. So you don't really care if that happens, unless I mean, if you're on the last lap, you're like, oh shit, I got to get back up there. But if you're doing it with two, three laps left, you know you got plenty of time to get back up there. So it was controlled. I guess that's that's what I was – I didn't realize if he was trying to do that on purpose to give him the edge or whatever because, um, like you said, you had you had two other cars that were fucking flying right there. What, what, was, what was your biggest – I asked you, what were you surprised about? What were you not surprised about? Um, you Like you said, you had a big weekend. You were upset about Ricky Stenhouse Jr.? Yeah. Nice. Ricky Stenhouse, Stenhouse Jr. Um, He's funny, too. You'd like him. He posted a whole uh... – slingshot engaged like uh from talladega nights and he's got yeah, his head pasted over it yeah if you go to his twitter and watch that video you'll love it one thing i was thinking of is uh i thought correct me if i'm wrong because i don't know where he ended up and maybe he crashed but kaslowski was in the mix late wasn't he yeah so i do like um true performance ranks which to me is like the best driver for the Entire, you know, for the bulk of the race, they're out there whether they crash or not. It's kind of like who the best car was. I had Kozlowski ranked number one this week for that's crazy because you said last week, uh, he didn't do good in quote unquote plated races typically, right? No, he does do good, he's one of the best. Gotcha, yeah. Who doesn't do good in plated races? Did you say? I don't know, some could have been like Suarez. I don't like maybe it was Suarez. I, don't like I think I said either. them in the same breath, so that makes sense. Um, so what was, if you don't mind my asking, how many units did you invest? Cause this was a big week for you at win the race. You had a bunch of people sign up. You, you literally, I mean, I know you yourself made like two grand. So I'm sure your listeners and followers made more than that. You sent me some picks that I was, you know, I wasn't in a good place and we'll get to zero dark Tony, but like you had a really good week. <laughs> what, what, um, Betting wasn't betting wasn't good. DFS was great. So if I was down five or so units, I was probably down five or six units in betting. And you know, if we were to apply the same units over to to DFS, and I was up twenty two or twenty three. So a great week overall. You know, being up almost twenty units total. Uh, but the bet, you know, Logano getting there that adds another. You know, I don't know what I've been up like seven or eight total in betting. So, like, that would have been great if Logano brought it home and really just upset at myself I didn't have Stenhouse. Like, the first time I haven't ever. I, I like writing for Stenhouse, too, so it's tough. So, listen, you have brothers, and you have brothers who are classic ball breakers, and, and my relationship with my brothers is similar to yours. Like, we're, like, 
we're best friends, you know, like we're buddies, right? So my brother and I went and had a couple drinks at brunch. We came and made pizza at the house, and we're watching the race. And I have uh, Kyle Bush. He has Logano, and he has Dylan as well. Yeah. However, he thinks he needs Dylan to win, or he thinks he needs Logano to win, and he has Dylan for top ten. So he's like, I'm in good shape with Dylan. That ticket's basically cash, and he crashes, right? Yeah. Then my guy crashes. Then the race ends, and Logano comes in second. And my brother's sitting on the couch, and he's like, what the fuck just happened? Like, yeah. what, the, what just happened? We were in, the, we were everywhere. He goes, I feel like this is watching horses just fall. So classic, just stupid. You know when you bet stuff that you're not familiar with, you might not, you get might be confused. Well, my brother, and people yeah. who know him, classic, he was, 20 minutes later, he's going to bet the NBA All-Star game, and he's looking at yeah, yeah, yeah. props, right? And he's like, wait a minute. Why do I have money? Why is my account? What the fuck? He goes, oh, my God. I had Legano top three, not to Oh, wow, that's great. He had it the opposite way. I, I threw him out of the house. He had to go because I was having a meltdown, and I he had to leave. So I was happy at least somebody won. We had good pizza. Um, one thing that I do like about NASCAR, it's it's similar to like FedEx points in golf to where like, you know, every race matters, position matters. Like you said, this oh, yeah. can propel people's seasons. Where are we going next week? What are you looking for this week um, in, in the upcoming race? And there's so other guess, races. Guess who I just placed a bet on, full unit bet on before. KBA? We... I'm sorry, Rowdy? Yeah, before <laughs> we got on here. So I love him in California. He is he is awesome at this track. They last year when they showed up to this race, the Toyotas were all fucked up and it just wasn't a good car for him. If you look at all the races before that, he can dominate here. Then you look at the team that he's on now, RCR car, the eight, that car shows up correct to this track. And Tyler Reddick was racing it, and he is really good here. Not many people want to hear this, but I think. Kyle Busch is a better race car driver than Tyler Reddick on this track. So oh. if you're going to give him the fast car, Whoa. then I'm all over. Huh? Is that a confrontational take? I, everybody and their brothers betting Tyler Reddick this week. And so that's fine. You know, I can't really argue against it. He is really good here. But I just think you, you put Kyle Busch's talent in that car and that thing shows up like this. Like RCR has yeah. definitely got some notes written down. For how this car is going to show up to the track, and if it's that fast, then you know, and they're both twelve to one. Then I'm taking Kyle Busch twelve to one all day. Understood. And I'll tell you what, Kyle Busch reminded me, and what we're going to get into golf talk later. Um, Kyle Busch reminded me a lot of Max Homa this week, to where you can't do a better job and lose a golf tournament or lose a race. Right? You you just played your heart out. You raced your heart out. Secondary car. Uh, you know, like I said, we'll get into the golf later, but I thought it was a great effort by him based on me knowing nothing. Like you said, hungry dog, this guy is, he's a hungry dog. They say hungry dogs run faster and he's a hungry dog. He, you know, it's not about money with guys like on his scale. It's about winning at this point. Yeah. You know, he's got enough money. All right. Well, I, I'm listen. I'm an eight guy now. What a beauty of a car. That three chi, that fucking, oh, that number. Oh, yeah. He's in another pounds. beautiful car this week. I don't know. Um, let me see what it is. It's not the three chi this week. It's another new sponsor that he has. But it is a sexy looking car. It is 
It's a Lucas Oil car. It's like bright blue with white letters and a red outline. Looks looks nice. How much do you think it would cost us if we get the big guy's podcast, just the circle, and it goes on his gas tank, like the little circle thing? What do you think that right. costs? About one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars, roughly. Yeah, we won't. We won't know unless we go to the track <laughs> and just stick one on ourselves. We'll never see that. So yeah. Hey, we had uh, uh what I um, forgive me. You might know uh, Ozzy Keith, the Twitter handle. Yeah, he's always on. He's like boots on the ground. I love it. Yeah, dude, this kid's awesome. He's hilarious. Um, he's, 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 he's fun, but he was, he got some great footage this week. If you guys don't, ah, what's his, ah, let me, I got to find it. Ah, let me, let me find it. But he had some awesome footage this week of, of NASCAR and just fucking, like you said, boots on the ground. Ozzy Kenneth, what the fuck is it, Anthony? Let me find it. I'm sorry. I'm having a tough week, guys. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, that's not what I'm looking for. Ozzy <laughs> Kenneth. I'll get it. And Ryan, you you put it. Will you put it in the time stamp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get it? All right. I I'll find it. I just don't want to ruin the episode with this. But he's awesome. I I'm a big fan of him. I do follow him. Ozzy Kenneth. I don't know. But he I'll had great. It. He had great footage. Um, Daytona 500. It's over. A lot of racing left this uh, this year. Do you have anything anything you want to close up with on on the race or win the race, Ryan? No, I got a couple other bets. I posted on winTheRace.info, and you can check that out. But I'll give away the uh, Kyle Busch is going to be one of them, twelve to one. So I got that at points bet for people that are shopping around. Okay, Ozzy Kendrath, O Z Z Y K E N D R A T H. He's good shit. Awesome. Go right. follow uh, Ryan's picks at Hanyolo at the Big Guys Pod. Ryan, that's enough talking. I guys, I made a NASCAR video. I made a video. I sent it to Ryan. Twitter low, let me post it. We'll see if Ryan can post it. It's me confessing my love for Kyle Bush. Kyle Bush is now my guy. From what I understand, he's a little Tony, which is also kind of cool. So moving right along, Ryan. That's Daytona 500 talk. Ryan, a lot has happened this week in the world. We're not going to do so much doom and gloom this 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 uh, week. Oh, but, nice. But, Ryan, are you ready for this week in the world? I am. I, I hope that I'm ready. I've Like I said, <laughs> like we were both like, man, we haven't really talked this week. It's been launching the website and everything's just been super hectic, so – we might be right back to like where Ryan doesn't know shit about what happened in the world. We'll no, let me tell you what here, Broski. You're going to know quite a bit about this, I think, because uh, some of it's sports related and it's lighthearted um, for the most of it. I guess we'll start here. All right. Let's just start with the not lighthearted part. Zero dark Tony. Yeah. Um. Listen, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you got to know when to say when. Uh, was on one of the best gambling streaks of my life. Just quite frankly, since Saratoga, then we had touchdown Tony, Tony touchdown, and then we had Tony Hoops, and we've been we've just been killing it. Well, the last two weeks we had just gotten so watered, okay. Um, <laughs> that a bit of a meltdown. A little bit of a meltdown. I just said, listen, we're gonna take a timeout, and we're not a thirty second. We're going full on this bitch. We're taking a timeout. We're just going to recharge the batteries, very similar to Vince Vaughn and Wedding Crashers. I'm not going to sit with you guys. I'm going to choose to eat alone. 
And it's not because I don't love you. It's just because I, I got to re, recalibrate. We will be back stronger than ever. Gamble responsibly. I only, um, I only have one tip for you, but you already know what it is. If you say this, so this is, okay, so let's just, let's just talk about it, okay? Part of the reason we haven't talked this week is because I'm so fucking mad at you. If you tweet at me one more time, <laughs> like you're the fucking Nostradamus of fucking college basketball, oh, just, just don't bet the fucking away team. Dude, fuck <laughs> you. I've been saying it for fucking three months not to bet the goddamn away team. I'm trying to bust the trend. I'm trying to buck the trend, rather. And I couldn't do it. I tried to go against home teams. I got fucked. And you know what? My friend, my friend, the big guy, the big guy, yeah. my buddy Ryan. I was just looking out for you. You come over the top and you say to me, oh, hopefully next week you bet home teams. Dude, if you were in front of me, I would have punched you. I would have punched you. And I love you. And that's what you did to me. So yes, I love your impression of me. It's like your lips couldn't get further out, closer to the microphone. Like, oh, I hope that next week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how much you pissed me off. I wanted you were like O'Doyle, and like I wanted to just beat the piss out of you. I Man. love you to death, though. I can't say that strongly enough. I love you. Yeah. So zero dark Tony. Listen, we're taking some time. I'm going to see how the other half lives. I might go for a fucking hike. I don't know. There's a lot. The world is my oyster right now. I can do a oh. lot of stuff. I'm taking oh. a little break. I know when it feels right to come back and put the chips on the table. I'm not a half-ass gambler, um, but I am a realistic one these days. And sometimes you got to peel back. You can't just force it. So I'd rather I'd rather lose 20 away teams in a day than go on a hike. Yeah, I'm not going on a hike, but like a proverbial hike. I'm going on a hike in my mind, a spiritual hike. I might yeah. take a bunch of mushrooms and try and figure it all out. Hike your fucking skirt up. We call that a Wednesday. So that's Zero Dark Tony, okay? Also this week in the world, it's golf-related, but I thought it deserved its own talking point. It's Tiger Woods giving Justin Thomas. Oh, yeah, I did, comment, I did comment about this. Yeah, so I, everyone knows the story by now. Uh, you know, Tiger out drives Justin JT, and, you know, he slips him a, 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 a tampon. Yeah. The whole entire world laughs. Listen. Yeah, it wasn't used. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's that's let's yeah, I think you're right. All people are burying, yeah, yeah, people are burying the lead, Ryan. You're right. It was it was a fully packaged, unused tampon. And at the end of the day, it's just breaking balls, okay? Like, guys, I, I don't listen, I might blow some of your doors off here. When you leave a putt short playing golf, people say, does your wife play? That's a real thing people say. It's just breaking balls. It doesn't mean women shouldn't vote. It doesn't like it doesn't mean like people just paint everything with one broad brush, like one one thing is the same as the other. These are just two guys who are competitors who are buddies, and he's breaking balls. We shouldn't make it this big of a deal out of it. Now, what I will say is this. Tiger Woods needs to know that it's going to get caught on camera and he needs to know he's going to get backlash from it. But I just was, I was stunned. People were pissed off about it. Actually, I shouldn't say that. I wasn't stunned. People were pissed off about it. I was stunned. He apologized. What was your takeaway? Yeah, see, that's what I'm, that's what I'm saying is this is all fine. Those fucking losers are going to exist no matter what they're going to complain. They're going to say it's wrong. They're going to blah, 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 blah. Where you lose is when you apologize to these fucking people. Yeah. Do not apologize. 
Those people, you don't owe them shit. They don't deserve to be apologized to trying to cancel you out or whatever the fuck they're doing. I don't know what they get out of it. You get nothing out of it. Just don't apologize to them. Just keep going. They'll go on to their next target and bitch about, you know, whatever they got going on. Just don't apologize. Let them move on. They can write their fucking dumb stories. No apologies to these morons. That's the rule. Correct. I couldn't agree with you more. The other thing is, too, and I'll try to stop screaming and yelling because I just get so fired up about this shit. One, I understand why Tiger did apologize from, like, his – he's a robot in the sense of, like, he's a brand, he's this, and that's just, like, the, that's just like the quote-unquote play to make from a public relations standpoint. Oh, you made a mistake. Now you publicly apologize. You know, you check this box, that box. He should have said – I salute Tommy, but fuck off. Like, there's just zero reason you apologize there, like you mentioned, for all the reasons. What I thought was a couple things. Let's just say, let's just say you're one of these people who is offended by this, right? And you are, quote unquote, clutch my pearls, Mrs. Jones. I'm so offended by this action. Are you? Because if you're offended by this, you're probably the same person who's been just tarred feathering Tiger Woods for cheating on his wife, being in the public eye, driving drunk allegedly and drugged up and getting away with all of it and crashing his car. This guy, you have plenty of reasons to to not want to like this guy if you choose to not like the guy. This guy's allowed to live his life and break balls. And I got news for you. This is good for the PGA Tour. This is relatable. And guess what? It's nice to see somebody like Tiger Woods who is a little bit more relatable. Now, listen. Should we all be shocked that maybe, like, let's just say Tiger does, in fact, do this because he hates women. Well, he doesn't really have a great track record of, like, respecting women anyways. He's like uh, Fredo. He's this banging cocktail waitress just two at a time. Like, he's just, I don't know what the outrage is. Quite frankly, we should be mad at Justin Thomas for littering. He took that thing and threw it on the ground. No one's talking about that, Ryan. (laughs) He's just paying it forward. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But like you said, the talking point here should be that it wasn't used. It was a, it was just a very light joke. Uh, that was Tiger yeah, Woods. And just and just don't apologize. Just keep doing. Just keep living your life. It was completely harmless. And anyone that says they're harmed by it should be strapped to a fucking rocket and blown yeah. into outer space. So. And I guess the diff- I was gonna say, you know, Dave Chappelle and like you hear comics say all the time. The second I apologize, this is the second I have to retire. Like I'm. Yeah. These are jokes, guys. I guess Tiger Woods is in that category. I understand that, but I, I just thought, hey, it was unbelievable. Tiger Woods. You know, I had him t forty. Uh, for or I had him uh, top forty for plus two forty. He comes in forty fifth. I was pretty bent out of shape about that, but I was happy as a Tiger Woods fan. Came out there, strike the irons. We'll get into golf talk later, but uh, that yeah, was Tiger Woods. Paid out a fucking uh, dead heat. The, the top twenty, he finishes <sighs> top twenty, and they pay it out as a dead heat. So I, I lose my balls on the thing. It's like it's made me mad. I, I feel you there, Ryan. Listen, also this week in the world, it's going to stay sports-centric here. The NBA All-Star Game, okay? The NBA All-Star Game happened, all of its festivities. Um, you know, I think the NBA All-Star Game is still an entertaining event. I still think baseball is the best All-Star break uh, game or event or home or derby, all that stuff. I think it's still the best one. Um, I think they did a better job this year with the Pro Bowl. But I thought... The three-point contest was was good. Um, it was fun as far as watching Herder just 
poor guy couldn't knock one in. I thought his balls had too much air in them. Damian Lillard put on a show, but Mac McGlung just putting on a fucking show in the dunk contest. The YouTube sensation for all my internet folks back in the day. This kid's been on the internet for like the last 10 years doing sick dunks. Ryan, did you watch any of the NBA All-Star Game dunk contest? Anything? I'm going to lie to you. I don't know what day that was, what time it was. I saw zero of that. And like, right. and I won't even go back to watch it. <laughs> okay. All right. This segment's going to be pretty quick. Listen, Dunker I'll just say. Guy. Maybe I'll watch, I like watching the cool dunks. Now, listen, I'll say this, okay? The dunk contest is some, it's lost its luster. And I was just going to talk about Jericho Smith and there's Jericho Sims and stuff like that. You're not even going to know what I'm talking about. So I won't. Well, for those of you at home, closure too, I used to watch all these things. I just feel like they got so stupid that that's why I stopped watching. The game itself is stupid. The game itself, I can't, I can't really fuck with. The dunk contest, the three point contest skills and stuff like that. I can, I like that kind of stuff. I yeah. kind of like the celebrity uh, basketball game for for like a good five to seven minutes. I kind of like it for like five to seven minutes, and then I'll move on from it. I used but, to like yeah. the jock jams games that they played where they had the one hoop that was up for like 20 points or whatever. It was like yeah. 25 feet in the air. That was sweet. Well, listen, let me let me give Mac Matt McGlung his flowers, as the kids say. I know you don't know who he is, but I'll let me let me educate you, okay? I'll go on the Twitter right now and check him out. <laughs> listen, so Mac McGlung is a is a kid who was uh jumps out of the gym, was uh was like an and one, not it was like a mixtape kid. Great high school team ends up going to play ball at Georgetown, and I yeah. think A and M or Texas Tech. He was on Georgetown. Um, He's number two. I see him right here. Okay, yeah, Georgetown. Did he play at Texas Tech? Um, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The, 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 listen, doesn't matter. The long and short of this is this kid is an internet sensation in regards to his YouTube clips, and he played pretty decent college ball. Listen, he was offered millions of dollars to go play in Turkey playing the European leagues, other areas. He said, no, I want to try and get in the NBA. I want to be in front of NBA people. So he played in the G League. This kid's played for like 15 different teams in the last like two years. He's fucking trying. The NBA did a good job in, in the sense of – the NBA does a good job in the sense of like brightening and shining their stars. This is a kid who's not good enough yet to play the NBA game, but they recognize he had a skill set – he said he was going to come put a show on. He put a show on, won the dunk contest, and his life probably changes forever because of this. I thought it was a good story. And he's just a little white guy, which is also cool. It just it looks like Wayne Corbett's out there dunking the basketball, which is awesome. But it's just one of those things that's funny because you don't see it all the time. So it's like – Yeah, it looks, like, looks pretty cool. I'll, I'll check that out later. Everybody loved him. He was doing awesome dunks, double clutching, jumping over people. And uh, the other who thing won the, I think, Who won the three-point contest? Uh, Dame Lillard. Nice. Yeah, he's a stud. He shows up. He plays. He play, He loves this kind of stuff, I feel like. Plays hard. I kind um, of enjoyed the three-point contest more than it. Like, when I used to watch, that was my favorite one. I still do. And I'll tell you what. The three-point contest was like, who was good was good. But it, it was kind of – it kind of was a little lackluster – but Dane put a show on in the final round. Does Kareem um, do it? Like, did Steph do it or no? No, no, it wasn't anyone like that. Lillard was probably the biggest name for sure. Um, the other thing that was probably my favorite thing about uh, the All-Star Weekend was Chuck. Charles Barkley. 
Yeah. He is he's he's on my he's on my list. Like Marshawn Lynch is one of those people I want to hang out with for a day because I think he's fucking fall down funny. Charles Barkley is right up there. I want to go I'd love to go. I Shaq's in the same boat. But what's funny is Charles starts talking and Shaq calls him out and this video says, like, dude, are you slurring? You sound drunk. And Chuck's like, my mic's on a delay. I ain't slurring my words. My mic's on a delay. And Shaq was like, no, you drunk. You drunk. And he's like, no, I'm not. Then it comes out that they're talking about just the town and, and the all-star host. And Chuck is like, everybody in this town's going to heaven. This is boring-ass town. There ain't nowhere to drink or smoke in this town anywhere. And he <laughs> says it like live on air. Ernie's laughing. Chuck's laughing. I thought the All-Star game did a good job with the festivities. The game's still a fucking joke to me. There's no reason you can't fucking play a real game. There just isn't. There's, yeah. there's no reason. I did Everybody's see the score of it, and then I was like, I'm glad I didn't watch that. Everybody's done it. Speaking of NBA and the All-Star, LeBron, uh, number one all-time now for points. Listen, Jordan's always going to be my GOAT. LeBron is LeBron. LeBron is going to be in my you know top five. He's my number probably two or three, I would say. Uh, are you a LeBron or Jordan guy when it comes to the GOAT conversations? I'm a Jordan guy. I mean, that, that was a dynasty where he won – what six in in a decade or or something? So I mean that's yeah. like, that's unheard of to me that no one no one will ever top that. Do you know why he's the goat to me? Because you've never ever in your life ever heard Michael Jordan say I'm the best basketball player to ever live. You haven't ever go look at all his interviews. You can't find Michael Jordan saying I'm the best of all time. You can say that he might he might say that I was the best in my era. He might say something of that nature. He won't say he's the best of all time. LeBron's sitting in his fucking barber chair on HBO saying, after I won that game in Cleveland, I knew I was the GOAT. It's like, dude, fuck you. You couldn't hold Jordan's jock because yeah. Jordan would score 60 a night playing with what he's playing with. And don't get me wrong. LeBron is LeBron, and he is fucking filthy. But there's a killer instinct that does not exist anymore in the NBA. Everybody's buddies. Everybody's on the same team. Everybody's making money. We're having a good time. These guys were killers. These guys were killers. They didn't get traded. They didn't go create fucking super teams. And that's why Jordan's always going to be my goat. Yeah, he's. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Be, beyond what I what I think about each person personally, which I don't necessarily like to root for LeBron, but I used to. Not anymore. And I don't even know if that's his fault. It could be just his PR people or whoever controls his moronic Twitter. But it's going to be Jordan. Jordan is just yeah. – Jordan's just – that stretch that he had, no player's ever done that. Like, LeBron's never won that many titles with one team in a row like that. Like, perhaps had he stayed somewhere and done the same thing, we could have this conversation. But he's never done that. He's well, never I controlled think... the dynasty. He's always just yeah. bounced around. Sure, but you can yeah, but he's bounced around to three teams and won three titles, and nobody's ever done that. Wherever that guy goes, you're a title contender. And there's something to be said. Yeah, but like, too. like I think I, Jordan could have could have done that. Sure. Like, there's not, I don't think there were players on Jordan's team where it's like, oh, he had to stay there to win at all. Like, no, he had a great coach. That's true, but uh, he had a loaded team though. That was a loaded, loaded Chicago team with plenty of Hall of Famers in its own right. And I think every great team has Hall of Famers, and we see that. 
But I think with LeBron, here's what I will say. I'm not a fan of just like, like, I wish he would have a little more self-awareness. I wish he'd have a little more like humility. Like LeBron's a good dude. He's been fucking a billionaire since he was 18. He's never gotten in trouble. He's a good family man. He's playing some of the highest basketball. Or he's playing at some of the highest level basketball, and he's near. He's 38 years old. You can't knock the guy from that sense. He's unbelievable. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be in my top three of all time. But yeah. I can't. But I can't say that he's better than Jordan. Part of me wants to put Kobe in front of him just because mm-hmm. of the killer instinct. Because when I think of like my top guys and my goats. Game's on the line. Who do I want to get the last shot? Jordan number one, and I think it's Kobe number two. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's just my that's just my thoughts on it. But the NBA, I like I said, I thought they did a good job. For my money, it's still the MLB All-Star game for the best All-Star week. Uh moving right along. MLB's well, really the only one left, right? Where it's like the mo- the closest to a real thing. What's that? MLB's the only one that's left that's like close to Hockey. a real game. I think hockey's pretty close too. No, not this year. This no, year was a am joke. I making that up? That's yeah. This, this was a joke this year. So yeah. So the MLB, MLB. I think if you're watching an All Star game, it's the it's MLB for me too. I agree. I agree. Listen, going from NBA hoops right to college hoops, Ryan. Uh, this is where part of where Zero Dark Tony started. Um, we we started betting some uh, away teams. Fell in love with some trends that we thought were going to get bucked. Uh, they didn't. I still have a future on Indiana and Texas to win the whole entire thing. I'm a little nervous. I like that we're together with Texas. That's great. I'm a little nervous my Michigan Wolverines might miss this tournament. Um, what are you looking forward to? I know it's a big night of college basketball tonight uh, just because you kept telling me. What did you bet? What do you have? How you looking? I didn't I didn't bet tonight. If I did, I would have bet Texas at home. Um and they're up. Well, that game just started. They're up twenty to ten. All right. Well, listen. If you don't want, if you don't have anything for tonight, how about this? Have you heard this story about the number one team in the country, Alabama? So I watched your video. Okay. Um. Oh, Villanova beat Xavier in in Xavier. Wow. Now, now Villanova wants to shut the fuck up. Put that yeah. phone away. This is not a good exercise for me. I'm zero dark Tony. I don't want to hear any fucking scores. Oh Tell man! Me about what I just asked you. What the fuck did I just ask you? Oh man! What did I? All just right. Ask? So I heard. So I heard about this on your video uh, about the Alabama players. Dude, you can't just go kill people. What the fuck are we up to? No, I don't. I don't care what team you play for. You can't do that. So well, let me now. Here's a question I have for you, though. Has this guy been like? Because they're awesome. Has he been playing this whole time? All right, so let me paint you a picture, okay? So this guy Darius Miles is the one who was don't uh, uh, this guy Darius Miles was the one who was charged with capital murder, and Darius Miles is somebody who's no longer on the team. He's obviously gonna have his day in this court is for a while, right? Like he hasn't played for a while. You're saying, yeah, yeah, for a long time since this yeah. all happened. He's gonna have his day in court and all that kind of stuff. What came out today was that Brandon Miller superstar, lottery, NBA draft pick, no doubt, freshman, just a fucking stud, and a huge reason they are the number one team in the country, and a huge reason they don't lose basketball games, is the person who drove Darius Miles' handgun 
to him. So the story is Miles calls. They're going to go out to the club. Miller was there. Miller leaves because the line is too long, doesn't want to fuck with it. Miles goes in, calls. Miller says, hey, I need you to bring my handgun to me for X, Y, and Z. Miller gets the gun, brings it down there, drops it off, and tells him, hey, it's in the hat, and there's one in the head. One in the head means there's one in the chamber. So he not only brings him the gun, the gun is loaded. He tells him the gun's loaded. Miles takes it, goes to shoot someone, and Jada Harris, I believe is her name, dies. She's fucking 23 years old, has a five-year-old. She's there hanging out with her cousin. And this poor fucking lady just gets fucking snuffed out for zero fucking reason. Where my fucking huge gripe is, is a couple of them. When asked, the sheriff was told, we don't have a reason to arrest him. What? Like, I know it's Alabama. This is still the United States of America. You can't drive someone a, a fucking handgun like, this is this is on the office. This is when Michael Scott says you wouldn't arrest yes. the guy delivering the drugs. Yes, like, the, exactly. This is this shit. This is Sheriff Michael Scott. <laughs> it's so it's it, it's just it's a fuck. It's 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 a sad story in like every fucking level. There's a woman dead. There's a five year old without a mother. There's an NBA star or there's a college star whose life's gonna go down the drain. And and not just the, and Darius Miles too. It's another kid just you what it just didn't have to go this way, right? So where my real beef is this the sheriff says we didn't have anything to charge him with, whatever. Okay, whatever fucking hillbilly gym rule, like I said, that they have down there that this kid is an accessory or something or conspiracy to murder, whatever the fuck. This kid continues, Brandon Miller continues to play basketball. Nate Oates comes out today. And he says, we were aware that he brought the gun over, but we were also told that there's no criminal charges against him and that he hasn't done anything wrong. You know, we can't watch these kids out of practice all the time. You know, boys will be boys, that kind of thing. And he was at the wrong place at the wrong time. No, asshole, wrong place, wrong time is I'm at a fucking intersection and someone blows a fucking red light. That's wrong place, wrong time. Right. Not driving a handgun, telling the dude it's loaded, dropping it off, and then leaving. That's you fucking knowing what's going on. What do you think? He's going hunting in fucking downtown Tuscaloosa? You think he's going to fucking look for boar? I don't fucking think so. Nate Oates is the biggest piece of shit because he has a number one team in the country, one of the top ten players in the country. He protected this kid. The fucking sheriffs protected this kid because he's a fucking stud. And I got news for you. All right, if you want to come from the camp that he shouldn't go to prison for murder and he shouldn't go do life, but he does, you know, he should do 10 years, maybe he shouldn't play basketball. Maybe we should suspend the kid until we figure out what the fuck is going on. How is yeah, so what happened? So what happened now? Now there's no way he's still playing now. It's egregious behavior. Nate Oates will get fired. Well, he might not get fired in that ass backwards day. Who the fuck knows? Roll that. Them boys are pretty good. I'm just saying, it's I. The day, if you told me, that's I. I don't know. This it sounds made up. Like it just sounds like a made up story. It sounds yeah. There's no way he can continue to play right now, right? Like now that this is out. There's no fucking way, and I don't know. I haven't heard anything else, but like this all came out. This sounds like a Spike Lee movie. It sounds fucking made up. Like it just—it's crazy. So that's unfortunate. 
What's not unfold- to make it about me, but I'm glad I don't have a future on them. No doubt. Well, no, I hear you. But what's also unfortunate is it's unfortunate for a couple of reasons. You know, like obviously basketball is the least inconsequential thing of the whole part, but that is something that does get affected. They're going to not be the same team anymore. And listen, Nate Oates, shame on you, dude. You can't fucking pretend you don't know what's going on because you said you knew he fucking dropped the gun off. How about yeah. this? It's not his fucking gun. It's not his gun. It's Darius Miles' gun, and it is registered to Darius Miles. But it's not his. Like, Ryan, if you call me to bring your gun, I know we live in New York, so I'd go to jail for two years if I just had your gun, but I'm not doing it. I don't know. It drove me crazy. I thought it was a terrible story, and it was classic college sports. That well, it is sad, yeah, and it's just it's classic corrupted D1 sports. I mean, that's yeah. that's what it is. And I think I'm more upset because I've seen Nate Oates in so many different interviews, and he's he seems like a good dude. He's like a family man. He's a rah-rah guy. He seems like on the surface like a good guy and not like one of these typical college coaches where you can tell it's lip service and they're playing the part. He does seem like a good guy. Yeah. And part so of did me, the, part, so did the dean me. at Liberty University who was watching his wife fuck that pool boy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. But part of me wants to believe – he was like, I want to try and protect this kid in some sense of the word. And I, and I, 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 part of me believes that, but dude, you're talking about someone dying. Like you, it's over after that. Like you can't protect that. So I thought it was a terrible story. It's a um, sad story. Very sad story. Like I said, zero dark Tony is in effect. I'm not paying attention to anything. I'll come back when it feels right. You have anything you want to talk about as far as college basketball? No, I can't wait till, till you're back. Yeah, I'll be back. I'll be back, and I'll uh, I'll be Give back. Give the people what they want. I know, dude. I love the people because every day they – first off, the people who are messaging me, like DMing me and, like, actually concerned for my well-being, I appreciate you. I'm okay. I'm just – I'm just, you know. Hey, what was that What was that clip you posted, too, of uh, Jersey Jerry saying that Tone's on a freezer? Oh, that was from last year. That was from last oh, okay. year. I just chopped the videos up. Was that March Madness, the last yeah. year's like tough March Madness stretch? Yeah, yeah, that's that's honestly the craziest thing about this whole thing is it's it's almost like the exact same thing that happened to me last year. I went on a fucking crazy run, and then I went just brutally cold. Now, I didn't go two for 22 this stretch, but I'm, I'm pretty bad this stretch. But, yeah, it, it was a wild one. I'll be back for sure. I have my tickets for March Madness in Albany. I'm going. I'll be there first and second round, the 17th, and I'll be there on Sunday, St. Patty's. I'm going to dress up, I decided, I think. I think I'm going to dress up. I don't know what I'm going to dress up as. Well, but, yeah, what's that even mean? Just wear green? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I might just, I might dress up as. Or a suit. I don't know. I might dress up as like a Harry Potter character. I'm just anything. I might just oh, dress I, up. I don't know if you mean like, I'm going to dress up like dress nice, or I'm going to dress up because it's St. Patty's, so I'm going to be like wearing <laughs> green stuff. No, I don't know. I'll I'll figure it out. I'm not sure what we'll do, but we're we're gonna go watch those games. I'm excited for it. It's gonna be fun. Um, listen, that's college hoops. I, I will be back. We'll get the people some winners. We got Tor- Tony Torpedo plays coming, no doubt about it. But Ryan, everybody's favorite segment, Ryan's random thoughts. Ryan's random thoughts. Ryan, what do you got for me? So, <laughs> this one's like, 
you got a bunch of sad stories, and I don't even—I don't even think this is a sad one because I think that I'm a good—a good friend. But I've never been, and this came up because I just went to that wedding on Friday, and I was like, I've never been—I've never been anyone's best man. It's kind of sad. No, 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 no. Listen, so you—have you ever been? Have you ever been a best man? That's like. I don't know. I've never been someone's best man, but I feel like, but I've been uh, in a lot of weddings. So it's just like, I don't yeah. know. I'd be the best one. Time. Wouldn't be the best. Yeah. I, I've been, uh, I've been, uh, I've been someone's best man before. Um, now I would say my friend group is, I have a very big friend group, thankfully. And it's like, a, you know, there's a good four or five, six of us. You just kind of pick a straw. Any of us could be anyone's best man, you know? Yeah. So, I think it's harder for women to pick like their maid of honor. You get the cop out if you have a sister. Huge cop out. You can play that card all day long. I think they care more. I don't think guys really care. Um, except you're telling me in your, you know, Dr. Phil session here, but I don't think it means you're a bad person, Ryan. No, I brought it up because I like nice enough to be in the wedding party. Good sure. good enough friends, you know, but then it's just like have never been asked, like, will you be my best man? And it's just like, I don't know if I ever will. Now most of my friends are married. I've been in those weddings. They've been fun. And Yeah. You know, it's a blessing and a curse, right? Like, um, It's a lot more to do, and you got to do a speech. Yeah. But if you're, if you're like a narcissist, people. if you're a narcissist like me, you like doing the speeches because you get to talk in front of people. That's right? what I was going to say. I think I'd be good at a speech. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be great. It might be why they didn't choose me because I don't know what I'm gonna say. <laughs> yeah, listen, it's a fine line. It's uh well actually it's not a fine line, it's just not your day, you know what I mean? So like yeah, you gotta make sure it's about them and all that kind of stuff. No, I don't like I think I can understand where people would get upset about like not being a best man or asked to be in a wedding or this, that, or the other. I just I don't think like that. I never have. Like I have I have friends I've gone to their weddings and I haven't been in their wedding. And I have friends that I've gone to and I've been in their wedding. And I don't think I don't think differently at either of them as like friends. You know what I mean? Mm. I don't feel like I'm better friends with one of them versus the other. Sometimes it's a numbers game. Yeah. You know, sometimes you got, hey, so-and-so's dating so-and-so. Like it just I does for me. Well, multiple times too. Yeah, I've been snubbed for a family member. So, like, what are you gonna say there? Like, none right. of the friends were best men. It was I, family first, which is understandable. I, yeah, I think it's important to remember about weddings, like it's not yours. So you just like whatever's easier for the people whose wedding it is. That's always kind of been my school of thought. All right. Fair enough. I just popped in my head and I was just like, dang. What I else? Was drinking a lot that night, so yeah, maybe what else you, got, you self-conscious fucking loser. <laughs> so this is the next one, um, number two. What a pussy! This one I noticed just because because Max is potty training now. Oh, nice! And this ties into something that I said before on here, where have, I like. Did, did you have a tough time potty training him, or he, he pick up pretty quick? He's doing okay. Good. This is kind of funny. We had to. We were like trying to reward him. So yeah. we were trying to think of like what's like a snack that he loves or something like. And from Halloween, he loved M and M's. So we got a dish of M and M's, and like a pee would be two, and a poop would be four. <laughs> and, and only, and only if you make it on time. Like anything in the underwear, no M and M's. So I mean, turns out he can are make you it on the, the, are you like on the thirty same times system? a day. 
Are you on the same system? Yeah, mine's full Snickers. <laughs> so or I'm King, sorry. I'm for a Duke. So but I, um, he's just shitting all day now. No, now he'll just piss 40 times a day. So now we have to – so now it switched to, like, this sticker system where he gets a cool sticker, and then when it fills it up, then you can get, like, you know, an M&M or two or whatever, and then, you know, we got to fill it out that way. But I thought that was kind of funny. That but is. What I've noticed is, and this goes back to one thing I said on here, um, you know, every time he does it, we show him you got to flush, pull your underwear up, you got to wash your hands, and then you can leave. Yeah. And so, and we're doing it everywhere we go. And so now I'm noticing, like, I like the smell of everyone's, uh, like, soap better than mine. Well, everywhere sure I go. Going with that, yeah. Everywhere I go. It's better. It just, I like it better. It's like, makes my hands feel softer and they smell better. <laughs> it's This all started at your uh, father or your mother-in-law's, right? Yeah. They have this great soap in the bathroom. <laughs> well, yeah, at their house. But... Uh, like originally this started me like, you know, with body wash was my big thing. I love people's body wash, but now I love their hand soap too. So I'm just going to start stealing things from everyone's house. I go to <laughs> like, uh, like the wet bandits, the sticky. Bandits. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. I'm like the sticky or wet bandit, whatever, whatever one you want to call me. What other Ryan random thoughts do you have? Do you have anything? No, I didn't have much this week. Like I said, it was a busy week. There's a lot on my mind. I got a, it was just a busy week starting the website and Daytona going down. So I'll have a lot more time to reflect this week. So, so next week I'll have uh, probably some good funky shit. All right. That sounds good to me. Yeah. I got some, I got some things uh, coming up myself here, potentially. Um, <coughs> excuse me. I don't have any uh, Ryan's random thoughts, but I had just like a thought of my own. Um, like I came up the other day, like why do you feel like people are being more rude lately? Oh yeah, I mean that's of, of course. That's like, like I know, like I work with I work with the public. You work with the public, so I like I just I don't know. Like you know, like I don't. My renegade mood feels all off ever since this zero dark Tony. Okay, this is not the stars are not aligning. Stuff. Well, you know happening. what you know what happens too. I think is people like they tune into the news or something on TV. And a lot of it's just like bashing people. It's bashing the other side. So then like, I don't know. It's like, if you hear a happy song and like, you see me, like I'm, I'm just kind of like, I'm yeah. in a better mood. Well, like these people will watch that shit. And then as soon as they turn CNN or Fox off and shut their front door, they're ready to fucking kill someone. And it's like, Whoa, why, why are you even injecting your body with that bullshit? Yeah, and it's like a real thing of like you got to get the fuck away from those people because they will just suck you dry from like an energy standpoint. Like, not to sound like uh, I'm going on Aaron Rodgers' fucking dark ayahuasca quest, but yeah, there's there like the other day I was just I I like again I, I I'm going to this person's house and long story short I give them a price and you know. So most people just say, you know, no thanks. This guy goes into like a whole diatribe of why prices are too much, this, that, and the other. And I'm just like, dude, it doesn't fucking matter. So he, he says, uh, I got to take a look at and see how much I paid, you know, in 2004. He's like, you can. I don't see how that would matter. Like that would be like going to the doctor and yeah. being like, hey, doc, uh, you know, I know you're telling me I'm 55 pounds overweight, but you should have saw me in 2003. Like, yeah. dude, what the fuck are you even talking about? 
I just feel like people are like a little bit more with their dukes up lately. And I don't know if it's because all no, the shit right. going on in the world, but it, it's just, I just something I've noticed lately. I was wondering if you have too, because you deal with people. Oh, I've noticed it. You just said that about the weight too, reminding me of uh, my brother the other day is like disappointed because he's gaining weight. And I was like, man, like, look at me. It's like, I knew, I knew it was bad when I went to the doctors for a checkup in the winter and they got to weigh me. And I'm like, do you want me to take my boots and coat off? And they just like, look at me like, nah, doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll deduct like in your brain. You're like, that's got to count for like 32 pounds, right? Yeah. Like, 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 no, nope, you already lost pounds. this game. Yeah. yeah. Which, which brother? Cody, he won't care if I blast him on here. He... Cody's got a wagon on him, too. He loves it. Yeah, he's got a donk. <laughs> oh, good, 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 good. Well, yeah, so I was just thinking that. I feel like people have been meaner lately. I don't know if it's because I'm more sensitive because I've been getting my dick beaten. Maybe it's more of a me thing than anything. But um, listen, do you have any more Ryan's random thoughts, or is that about it, buddy? Yeah, it's like when I was saying people are watching CNN or Fox and leaving angry. For you, it's ESPN. Same thing. Dude, I can't. I can't do you it. You shut your front door and it's just like you see like the smoke coming out of your nose. The last, the last two sports things I've seen is Aaron Boone telling me to give Josh Donaldson a chance, and fucking Daniel Jones wants forty five million dollars a year. I'm like, I just got, I can't turn the fucking TV off quick enough. Yeah, you got to – like you are saying, you're, like, started to watch a show. I like that show, by the way, that you said you're watching with Chris Pratt. Yeah, it's good. I'm, I'm four yeah. episodes in. I'll probably watch the rest of them tonight. There's, I think there's six of them, which is a nice little sweet spot. Um, it is a show you have to watch, though. You can't fuck around on Twitter. Like, you have to watch it because there's flashbacks and stuff like that. But I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it's good, good though. You gotta put your phone down and just check out and just let your brain dive completely into something else. It's right. true. And I've had and it's like been a tough week, you know. Like I say tough week. Everybody who follows me knows that, like, again, you can't hurt me, I hurt me. There's like nobody who tweets negative shit at me, it never hurts me. A lot of times I laugh at it because a lot of times it's funny. But man, they were out in droves this week. They were really coming at me. <laughs> I felt I was like, is this how Ukraine feels? We're just fucking surrounded in this fucking bitch. So I what don't is, know. Uh, what does Sweet Baby Angel Mia do when you're when you're doing this? She lick your tears, dude. Sweet Baby Angel, Sweet Baby Angel Mia is uh, Mia the Sweet Baby Angel girl. She is she's the best dog oh, ever. Sorry. And, Whoa, sorry. Yeah, first off, get it right, Sweet Baby Angel girl. Um, she's the best, and she's. It's funny that I'm watching a show about a Navy SEAL because I always tell everyone that I have a dog who's a wolf and a Navy SEAL. She's the smartest fucking dog on the planet. Um, yeah. But we won't get into that. Um, listen, golf, 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 golf. Hey, my girlfriend's dead. You know, she fell off a cliff and died on impact. We had a big, big week in the golf. I didn't win anything. Um, but I thought I did until I didn't. So. Sure, but you you know you mentioned Max Homa. Um, listen, let's just let's just start right here. The golf John Rom wins again. John Rom mm -hmm. is putting on a display that we haven't seen since a Rory, a Tiger, a Spieth. I know he's got to put some uh, some majors together, but he's winning at an impressive clip. This is now his third win of the season. He's in prime condition for the Masters. And a lot of people are giving Max Homa a little bit of a hard time. Max Homa's giving himself a little bit of a hard time. 
Max Homa did not lose this golf tournament, in my opinion. John Rahm won this golf tournament, in my opinion. Um, and, and and if I'm Max Homa, I know it's upsetting. It's like his home chorus. He won there when there was COVID, and he really wanted to win there with fans. Max Homa is one of the best players in the fucking world, and he's going to be there. And you and I have him at 50-1 to to win the Masters. I cannot wait. Justin Thomas has been a little bit of a disappointment for me this season so far. Uh, I, yeah. He just can't get out of his own way on one or two rounds uh, out of the four. I thought the golf tournament was unbelievable this week. What were your takeaways from golf, and what are you looking forward to uh, this coming week? It was great just to be on the wrong side of that uh, dead heat, you know, like six guys, top 20. Wow. So it was, it was like 26, 27 people in the top 20. So, you know, a bet that – you're in for half a unit pays out, you know, a 10th of one. So it was just like, I don't know, kind of disappointing to get it right, but get it wrong. You know, like I, I said, Hovland will finish top 20. He did. Uh, I just wish they wouldn't pay it as a dead heat. That's all. And yeah. maybe I got to just, maybe I got to do a better job of shopping around different websites and see if I can find one that won't pay out those bets as a dead heat. Maybe that's my I own thing. I think they all do, though. That's the whole thing. Like, yeah, I think they all do. I so mean, it felt the process felt good, though. like you said. Like I brought up Homa; these right there, and then uh, you know the Hovland top twenty. Those I I was gonna do Scott, which um, what did I say? Scott and Wendell or Wyndham Clark? Yeah, Wyndham Clark. Yeah. Cl oh, so I didn't even see one. I know he was in like forty third last I did, but I said him for top forty. I don't know if he – I know Scott just hit the fucking eject button to the moon, but I don't know if um, – Yeah. I don't know if – what's his name? Did that too. Let me see. Well, Genesis. And we're going to go – Oh, they already switched to the Honda. I'll look that yeah. up later. But yeah, anyway, I know he was right there. He had a shot to hit it, so. And we got, um, the, Honda, we got the Honda Classic this week. Um, fun fact, I saw Sungjae win his first tournament ever at the Honda in 2020. And he's the he's the he's your early front runner at plus nine hundred. A uh, little yeah. bit weaker of a field this week. Um, just just looking at it for me, you know, I looked at it a little bit today, and uh, I am still zero dark Tony. I'm not betting it. Oh, it's a fucking this. Just knowing uh, it is looking at the field and knowing how this course is, yeah. fucking brutal event to bet. Brutal. Yeah. I, I agree. Um, Sepp Straka is somebody I would take a look at, in my opinion. Plus 500, top 10, weaker field, uh, younger player, kind of on the come up. Plus 5,000 to win the event might not be a bad little sprinkle. Again, zero dark Tony. I'm not playing this. But if I was, this is a tournament I would take a huge shot on somebody because Really, besides Sanjay, I'm not scared of anybody in this golf tournament. Anybody can win. Yeah, he won there last year. Um, I I like Straka here. Like you said, that's what I was talking about with the field. It's just such a freaking weak field. And I think all of the winners – someone posted, like, all the winners in X amount of years, uh, so many in a row, have missed a cut here before. So it's not like you get oh, so yeah. many courses – where like guys go out there in their last ten tournaments at the Honda Classic, they've made the cut. That just doesn't happen here. No, like a guy like a Harris English is probably a good spot here. You know, you see him win tournaments like this all the time. Maybe a Kucher, a Chris Kirk, somebody like that. I mean, 
there's a lot of guys you can get like plus three thousand to plus five thousand dollars, and these yeah, guys. Kucher are- and Kirk made my list here. Um, I see him at like you know in the twenties as far as betting goes. I'd like you said I'd probably want to look like who's, a who's that? Who do you see? Who do you see in the twenties? Uh, Kucher and Kirk. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that I probably I like it, but I'd probably want to go just a little longer. A guy that was on the top of my list who, I mean, he missed a, quite a few cuts recently, but then just finished 18th, finished ninth, ninth here last year is Lee Hodges. He's 50 to one. Yeah. So I, for, I, and listen, I'll tell you this. I like Billy Ho too. I'm not, I'm not getting mad. Like I, like I mentioned, the Straco pick is probably where I would lean a Harris English or kind of like that. I, I'm not mad at you if you want to go plus 900 on, on him either. You know what I mean? Sunjai. At plus nine hundred, he he can go win this golf tournament by four fucking strokes. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's the he's definitely the class of the field. That's why I kind of like some of these guys who have won in some stronger field events. Like I like Billy Horschel, Shane Lowry, guys like that. I think uh, can show up at any time, and they've played with the best of them. You just know what you're going to get out of Sanjay each week. He's he's just a steady fucking player, man. Wow, Lowry, yeah, Lowry actually finished runner-up to Straka last year. I didn't realize that here. Yeah, Lowry's I think plus seventeen hundred. I mean, he's another he's another guy you can pick. I just I like him. I don't ever catch myself really betting him though, I, I, for whatever reason. I don't know why. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I don't like it at seventeen. If he was like thirty or forty, I'd be in. But um, you know, I like like Benny Ann. He's popped here before. He's sixty to one. Yeah. Ben, yeah, like he's nothing special, but that's kind of what you're going to be betting in this tournament. Yeah. Listen, I don't know. Go- it's, a, it's a tough one. I'll, I'll take a look at some numbers um, as the week goes here. I know a lot of people too are on Minwoo Lee. Yeah. Um, and- he's never he's never played here, but he is, you know, arguably one of the hotter golfers right now. He's finished fourth, second, and 13th in his last three events. Yeah. Now, did you did you get a chance to watch any of the golf from uh, the previous week? No, no, because I was fully immersed in racing. So yeah, I, I mean, I think so. A couple of takeaways from it was obviously John Rahm is is the real dude. Max Homa, like I said, he's got a lot he should build. He's got, he he can build on, and he's like I said, one of the top five players in in the world right now, in my opinion. Morikawa is a guy, when this fucking guy figures out how to putt, man, he is going to beat everyone. Because T to Green, he is so good. I thought Keith Mitchell was super impressive all week and all year, really, so far. Yeah, Mitchell's having a great year. He is. And I think a guy uh, like Willie Zalatoris. I mean, Zalatoris shoots 64 on Sunday, battles back, gets himself into fourth place. Uh, Thigala, another guy that we talk about quite a bit, a rookie last year, second season coming in. He shoots 71, 68, 68, 66, opposed to 273 on the weekend. I mean, there's just a lot of good golfers. And Jason fucking Day, man. Jason Day is healthy, apparently. And Jason Day is a top 10 fucking machine right now. Golf is a lot of fun. There's a lot to look forward to golf. Like I said, this tournament's a little bit weaker of a class. Guys are starting to look forward. They're starting to gear up for the Masters, starting to get those, you know, those rounds into where they feel like they're at top performance, top peak level uh, to go into the Masters and get a green jacket. Really like Max Homa. It's hard not to like John Rahm going into Augusta for sure. But you have anything you want to add to golf? 
Wyndham, Wyndham did get it. Got a T33 last week. Is that a baby? Yeah. There you go. So, you have anything you want to add to golf? No, I agree with everything you're saying, man. It's it's fun to watch Rom do what he's doing. I like to. I did like to see Cantlay back up there. Um, I just always think it's fun when you see these elite guys playing good golf, and then Kucher to score how he did. That's one guy, like you said, to watch out for this week. Um, if he comes in hot in a weak field, he's someone that that has won with the best of them as well. So I don't mind Kucher this week. No doubt about it. A uh, couple of takeaways here is one is Tiger Woods is golf man. Everything is different when he's in the field. The yeah. pairings, the crowds, the groupings. It's just there's a buzz, and he comes out, and he just fucking shows up. The guy hasn't walked 72 holes yet besides that tournament. He comes out, and he he fires respectable round, you know, or respectable four days. He makes the cut. He's three under for a while. Bogey. Battling back and forth, ultimately finishes at 45th. But I thought it was nice to see Tiger commanded the irons extremely well. We saw from him that the tampon off to JT, he still can hit the ball a long way. Uh, he putted well at times, and he putted like Ray Charles at times. But I love Tiger Woods, and I was happy to see him back. Um, yeah, I hope he can rest up now and, you know, next tournament he plays. I mean, Think he'll play before the Masters, or? Yeah, he'll play one more before the Masters. Yeah, it's like a little tune-up. Yeah, he'll play probably uh, not the week before, but the week before that, I would imagine. Yeah, he's going to need probably at least at least a week off to get right. He'll, he'll go there. The whole, he'll he'll go to Augusta the week before for sure. Sweet. Listen, the other thing about golf is on Netflix. There's this. Uh, it's called Full Swing. It's like the. F1 Formula One for golf, essentially. Yeah, I, I just, watch it. It's fucking unbelievable. I just watched it. I kind of jokingly said I didn't plan on crying as much as I did. I don't know why I said jokingly said that. I had some tears coming out. These, this fucking show is awesome. You see a yeah. side of these guys you weren't expecting. Uh, but you also see, like, the you know, the these guys are fucking professional athletes. I know golfers do have the best life in regards to – you know, the girls, the money, the 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 traveling, the boats, like it's just a fun lifestyle. And it is fun. They say it's fun. But these guys work their fucking asses off too. Yeah. And uh and listen, not everybody makes hundred and fifty million dollars. Some of these guys are playing and and losing money. Some of these guys are playing for their livelihood. It's it's a fun, it's a fun watch. They talk a little bit about live golf. Uh you know, you get the you get a little bit look into Brooks Kepka's kind of listen, Brooks Kepka's a Hall of Fame golfer, and he's had a tough stretch here with injuries, this, that, and the other. But after watching this Netflix thing, he's also in his own head. So you, you get a you get a, a, a look behind the curtain, if you will. I highly recommend full swing. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely gonna check it out. I love I love shows like that. I love how they have hard knocks, I love all that stuff. You get the behind the scenes. And here's what's cool about it too, like, you know, like when we they did the mic'd up stuff with the golf tournaments and stuff like that, and everybody was, everybody was saying how it kind of feels forced as far as like the ball breaking and and that kind of thing, because they know they're mic'd up. The difference with the Netflix special is they were mic'd up for months and months and months, and there was a comfort level they they got accustomed to while being yeah. mic'd up. 
the first episode is with JT and Jordan. And it's just like, it would be like if you and I go out and golf. There's two guys just, just fucking yeah. breaking balls, you know? It's just two regular dudes who happen to be good at golf and have a bunch of fucking money. That's all it is. Um, but it's cool. It's cool to see that side of it too, because they're just, you know, they're regular people. That's all. I can't wait to golf this year. We definitely got to get out more. Yeah, we got it. Our, our, uh, where I told Connor he's gonna come golf with me, do some video stuff. I'm excited. We got a bunch of a bunch of good stuff planned. Listen, we're moving right off of golf, and uh, we're getting into one of everybody's favorite segments. It's the talk of the town. It's the buzz of the town. Ryan, what is the fattest thing you have done this week? No, it's TV, man. Camera adds a couple hundred pounds. Hit me with it. All right, mine's an easy one. Um, I knew this rate when I was at the wedding. I was like, oh, shit, I got to write this down. This is definitely the fattest thing I've done this week. Um, you know, we're at the cocktail hour. They're walking around with the hors d'oeuvres. And they're just like little finger things with the little toothpicks. And I don't know why every time, you know, I'm with my wife and her parents and it's like, you know, their side of the family's wedding, like one of their friends. So I'm just, I'm just there. And uh, I don't know why I felt the need to like lie to every single one of those waiters and waitresses that came up, but I'm just like, Oh, got to grab one for me. Oh, oh, Steve said he's coming right back. I had to get one for him. Oh, I got to get one for Zach. He said he's coming right back. And then like, I just fucking eat all three or four. Yeah. And it's like, I did it every time. And it was like, that is, why do I, why don't I just ask? They don't know me. Why don't I just ask, like, how many am I allowed to take? Just me. Just, I just want them. It, you know what, though? You don't even have to say anything. It's a wedding. And if you want to take three of them, they're not going to say anything. And you're not going to see them ever again. You're just in the fucking wedding making up names. Well, Steven, those are real people, though. Oh, yeah. These are all like, I was just like, oh, he'll be right back. He asked me to grab one for him, and I got to grab one for her. For her. And he's like, you know, I got like, I like my fat fingers are holding like four of these things on toothpicks. Then like, and I kind of like wait till they walk away. So they don't see me. And there's like, blah, 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 just like eat them for, all. For, for, you know, a lot of weddings, people are kind of indifferent about weddings. People either love them, hate them. We've all been to awesome weddings. You had an awesome wedding. We've all been to bad weddings. One thing that is awesome about weddings is when you do get good food, but good finger food, when people are just buzzing around, there's yeah. something it, you start talking about it. Like, dude, did you try the did you try the scallops, the bacon wrapped scallops? You start uh, talking about it. It's the buzz of the whole they fucking these thing. Little, these little things that were chicken cordon blue flavor. Yeah. They were so good. So right. good. Next thing you know, you have people, you start hearing things like they do a nice job here. They do a nice yeah. job, you know. Right. I, I'm with you. What was your favorite? What did you have? What did you keep fleecing them for? What I mean, how many? That was it. The, those the the chicken cordon blue bites or whatever gotcha. they were were just like unbelievably good. I went to a I went to a wedding one time and they had uh, chicken waffle with syrup little appetizers. I'm not a huge fan. I mean, I'm, I, I like it, but it's not something I typically would like order or whatever. Yeah, infatuated. I must have had fifty-five fucking. Yeah, so good, unbelievable. So uh, good. Also, I love when I love like a good little like tuna tartare, like a little you know, a little something like that comes by, like a little tuna yeah. tartare taco. Oh, it gets me going. I love that. The, shit. One, the one regret, like you said about my wedding, it was great. Everyone loved the food there. The one, my one regret is that I was like mingling too much during the cocktail hour because, like, we came in crash cocktail hour and I was mingling too much and didn't get any of the mac and cheese bar. 
Oh, that's a big regret. So I was like, we're going to have an anniversary party and we're getting a fucking mac and cheese bar and I'm going to make sure I eat some of it. We're going to have an anniversary party because one, I love you, but also (laughs) we missed out on the mac and cheese. Yeah, she knows. The the fattest thing, do you have anything else or was that it? No, that's it. That's it. I knew it right when I did it. I was like, I just lied to this stranger and took four or five bite things. I, that's that's not something someone oh, that cares about what they weigh does. Oh, thank you. Zach is gonna love this. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And she's was, like, Do you want do you want an extra napkin and plate? Like, no, I'm good. No, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I don't don't need that. The fattest thing I did this week, Ryan, was listen, guys, we've been talking, okay. And Ryan and I are going to try and implement the skinniest thing we've done this week into this program also because we are two bigger guys, but we're also trying to be better. We both have been better. And this is kind of – this all ties in as one for me, and I I kind of alluded to it a little bit today because it happened for a second time. So not once but twice this week I've gone to make myself a salad. And as I'm making the salad, I'm like listening to a podcast or jamming to music. I'm just kind of beep bop booping around. I got the, you know, the ingredients. I'm throwing them in, all that kind of stuff. On on last Wednesday, after I we did this, I, you know, I looked down at my salad and I'm like, that's just a taco. I'm just eating the taco <laughs> in a ginormous fucking bowl. Yeah. You're salad. eating four tacos in one bowl. I've got shredded chicken, cheese, peppers, onions, salad, sour cream. I have fucking everything you can think of in this thing. And I'm just like, I'm eating like a fucking like David Goggins today. Like I'm a goddamn <laughs> Navy SEAL. Like I'm just, I'm eating, I'm eating healthy. Then I like have two bites and I kind of laugh to myself because I'm like, dude, there's bacon bits on this. This is yeah. not, this isn't healthy. So fast forward to, to, to yesterday, I'm doing the same kind of thing, and I just I throw cheese and a bunch of ranch on it. So the fattest thing I've done this week was I tried to be healthy, but it's zero dark Tony. My, my wheels are falling off the last couple of weeks. Yeah, maybe I, if, I, maybe if some of those bets hit, you would have been all right with just a little less cheese, a little less ranch. But zero dark Tony ain't going to do that. It's it's the butterfly effect. I gotta I gotta snap out. I feel like I look ugly on this episode. Like I have an extra chin. I shave too close. I feel like I'm not edged up correctly. Oh our, man, you're that's a, our fault. You are you're a lost soul right now. I feel bad. Listen, I'm a lost soul, but I've been found before. I'll be found again. I'm not worried about it. I come out on top. I'll know it. I'll through. know it immediately. Like I'll I'll wake up. And I'll, I'll I'll feel it in the air. But you oh, will because back. that's people keep asking me. Hey, when is zero dark Tony end? When is he end? Come back, Max play Tony Torpedo Tone. Listen, I like I said, I appreciate all the support. I appreciate everyone wanting me back. Can't force this thing. It's They'll like we sit the girl wake up and the sun's just shining a little different. They'll it's know. It's true. Yeah, you, you tell her you got to be mean to her for her to like you. I just I'm gonna wake up one day and I'll be like. I'll have I'll have it, okay? I yeah. just I'll, like you said, you'll wake up, you'll feel it. I'll wake up, I'll feel it. Subconsciously, I'm checking lines all day long, and like I throw my phone down in disgust, like in shame. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at the lines for? We're not doing that today. Yeah, exactly. You know? So we'll be back. I'm 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 learning how the other half lives, Ryan. I'm watching movies, watching documentaries. I was gonna read, but 
I'm not a good reader, so I didn't do much of that. I read. I'm just not good at reading books, you know? Yeah. I just don't I'm, know. I'm with you there. Listen, you the last thing I could watch something not educational, but you know, it doesn't have to be stupid shit. But I like the ter terminalist was good. I mean, that's just kind of dumb, but it's a good show. It's entertaining. No, I like and I like stuff like that. Like uh somebody also mentioned, like, hey, you should get you should watch Jack Ryan. And I was I have seen like the first two seasons, but then you know, I didn't realize there's like six seasons now. So I'll, I'll get into that. It's a big week for me. It's a big week. Uh, got yeah. a lot of stuff going on. Uh, one thing I wanted to end on is, you know, baseball starting to ramp up. I'm very excited for this Yankee baseball season. We're going to have some guests on and stuff like that. Like, I, I know I say it all the time. You know, give us a little bit of time here. We're going to get all that stuff coordinated. I have some Yankee guys who are going to be coming on and whatnot. Uh, I don't mean players. That'd be cool. But just, you know, some Yankee personalities and Yankee whatnot. guys, like, you know. Yeah. So uh, Garrett Cole is a good friend of mine. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm excited to see how the Yankees go in the lineup and how everything works out. You know, I'm, I'm hoping for Clay Holmes and, and Clark Schmidt and, uh, you know, these guys to be healthy and Severino a full fucking year. And, you know, we, we've got Rendon now. And I, we've got a lot of good pieces. You know, John Carlo. Judge, all these guys, they even said today in a clip, like, hey, we, we feel it. You know, we're not real Yankees until we win a fucking World Series. And there's a lot of – the pressure's not on. Like, there's no outside pressure. We already – we feel it. It's – it's we're going to get it done. We have the, the pieces to get it done. You know, Aaron Boone's telling me Josh Donaldson's going to have a, a bounce back here. I hope so. I hope he's on the best steroids they can't detect, and he fucking goes ham this season. But I'm excited for it. We got a lot planned. I'm going to be at March Madness. Um, we got a bunch, like I said, coming up. I got golf stuff coming up, baseball stuff coming up. Brian, you have anything to add? I think we did. We had a pretty solid show, but anything you have uh, for cleanup? No, it's going to be fun. I look forward to following a little bit of baseball this year. I've been out of it for the last couple of years, but I know we're going to be talking about it. And uh, I don't really have a dog in the fight, so, you know, rooting for the Yankees with you would be fun. I was going to say, and I think your unbiased opinion will be helpful because you'll be looking at it like just from a numbers gambler standpoint, which is kind of how you like to operate anyway. Uh, you don't yeah. get nearly as emotional as I do. And um, so that'll be good. For yeah, sure. it'll be fun. It'll be fun. We'll see what happens. I mean, Ryan, I, I, I was deep into it before, as you know, like the, the D fucking stat man. So we'll see what happens. It's true. Listen, I will say this. You know, I know I'm zero dark Tony, but the Yankees over. I'm going to bet it because I think we win 100 games this year. I think we kind of plug some holes. We got Volpe. I, I, Boone's not saying it, but I think Anthony Volpe is going to be our starting shortstop. I think we are really plugging some problem holes that we had this year, plus 750 to win the World Series. I already have that. How many games did you win last year? 96. Then you could easily see them – Four four games better looking back on it, like yeah, one thousand percent. I'll get down with that. What is, I might, what is I might, and, I might and, and, and don't quote me on that. I might be over on how many games we won, but I think I think I'm in the ballpark. Yeah, but what's so? What's the line on that? Like, to bet a team to go over on baseball wins, is it like plus one hundred or is it plus? Like, what is the? Yeah, you'll have stuff like that. You'll have like uh, like I think I had I think I bet it a while ago. I think it's over ninety four and a half games. I think I have it at plus 125. All right, I'm going to start looking at stuff like that. And I'm going to run some things by you. But I have them to win the World Series at plus 750. I bet that a while ago because I, I have a huge lottery ticket in with, like, 
Kansas City Chiefs, the Warriors to win, the Toronto Maple Leafs to win, and the Yankees to win for four hundred thousand dollars. So let's hopefully win that. Let's let's yeah. I hope you get it. I did that I like, so they like a couple dollar free bet or something for some weird reason, and I threw the Yankees on there. And I have like the Suns, and I had the Chiefs, and yeah, a couple other things. I think I think for hockey. I just went with the favorites. I went with the Bruins. So it was like yeah. a couple bucks to win like 20 grand or something. So yeah, I, I took I did the same kind of thing. I I did I did it on purpose. I think Toronto was the fourth option at like plus a thousand or plus eleven hundred. So I took them just because yeah. they haven't won in forever or ever, I think. So I'm um, listen, I'm like I said, I'm excited for baseball. I think the Yankees really do have top to bottom. I think the lineup's better. We have Bader there all season now. We really do have a legit four starters right now, in my opinion. In the bullpen, if we stay healthy, Tommy Canely, Schmidt, fucking, uh, like I said, uh, Clay Holmes, I, I were electric back there. So I'm very excited to see what happens. Judge has got the contract. We don't have to talk about that anymore. Rizzo's tied up. We got things to worry about. or We don't have anything to worry about. The only one who's going to have anything to worry about is probably Torres. He's probably going to be up in the news. If there's any trade bait, it'll probably be him. Uh, I think Oswaldo Cabrera, uh, Peralta, these guys look good, and I think Volpe is going to be our shortstop. I am so fucking jacked for baseball. But, Ryan, that was the show. I think we did a good job. I know it's Zero Dark Tony. You're you're still going, so everybody go look at Ryan's, Han Yolo, um, the Big Guys pod. Our, look at our Twitters for our bets and everything. I'll be back. I'll be back when it matters. But until then, Ryan, hit the music. Hit the music, baby.